Richard and the Julie news on CJOB with Richard Cluche and Julie Buckingham. Tell you no to a second job. We are focusing in on ways you can deal with the higher cost of living today. And for some, it means selling stuff off. It means a second job. It means the gig economy. It means doing what you need to do to pay the bills. In a moment, Sarah Jane Martin and Sydney James. Sarah Jane Martin is a Winnipegger, several jobs, part of the gig economy. Sydney James is a Winnipegger living in Toronto, thinking about coming back to our city. We begin with Claire Patterson of Youthful Cities. And Claire, thank you so very much for joining us this afternoon. Oh, hi. Happy to be here. Tell us about Youthful Cities and what this organization is all about. Yeah, so Youthful Cities is a think-and-do tank, and we produce um, indexes globally and have focused on Canada. Today, specifically, um, we're launching our Real Affordability Index, which is what I'm here to talk about. And affordability looks at what you make, what you earn, and what you have to spend on. And across Canada, before we get to Winnipeg, across Canada, given the pandemic, given recent inflation, what is that material telling us about our youth, our generation that we want to stay here and help grow? What is it telling us? So the data is telling us a pretty bad story uh, nationally. We found out that um, there's an average of $750 lost per month for youth living in cities all across Canada. That's difficult for people, I think, to wrap their minds around. What is it being attributed to? Uh, so we, we indexed um, 27 cities across Canada with 54 measurements and end up with 2,414 data points um, that tell us this story. And we're attributing um, the, the big loss that we're seeing to uh, taking the income and subtracting it from cost of living. So how does Winnipeg fare in all of this? Winnipeg doesn't fare very well. Unfortunately, they're near the bottom of our pool. Um, yeah, it ranks near the bottom of the database for a few factors. Um, one of them is because of the low minimum wage. Um, in Manitoba, Manitoba, the hourly wage minimum wage is $11.95, and we found that the livable wage for Winnipeg is $19.59. And because so many young people in Winnipeg are working in sales and services, around 40% actually, um, and many of those people are making minimum wage. It's just not affordable for young people to be living in Winnipeg. And we're near the bottom of the list. Tell us about who else is at the bottom of the list. So other cities uh, that rank near the bottom are Halifax, Fredericton, uh, Moncton in terms of um, income. And then other cities that rank near the bottom in terms of affordability include uh, Yellowknife, Halifax, Toronto and Moncton and Winnipeg. In a moment, how we can deal with this. Two other guests join us now on 680 CJOB. Well, we have one of them. We'll try to get the other one on because our other guest is uh, at work right now. Sarah Jane Martin is with us. Sarah Jane, as you listen to Claire talk about affordability, are you doing a slow burn? 
Oh, absolutely. I, uh, you know, I've been working 50 hour weeks for quite a while now, and I'm lucky that I am self-employed now. I, I have clients and I can work from home. So that gives me a bit more flexibility, but the burnout is very real. And it's interesting looking at the data presented because, you know, Winnipeg is so low on the totem pole and it looks like Alberta has, you know, the best kind of situation in that regard in terms of cost of living and it's funny because my partner actually asked me two days ago he said oh you know there's this job in Grand Prairie Alberta we could move there and then you wouldn't have to work you could like stay home when we have kids you know is that something you'd be open to doing and I had to think really hard about it and you know it would be moving to a place where I don't know anyone and the culture is very different in Alberta than it is from here. You know, I'm a I'm a queer artist and a lot of people talk about Alberta being the, the Texas of Canada and, and I'm not sure how comfortable I would be there. So it's like I I, I ended up saying, you know, I'm, I'm we're gonna have to stay here. You know, it's kind of the the risk versus reward. It would be more comfortable living there, but dreadfully boring. So <laughs> there's a lot of things to consider. There is a lot to consider, and I was going to ask you if you would consider leaving, and, and it doesn't sound like maybe Alberta's the right fit, um, but maybe another place is. Is it completely off your radar, or does it really come down to um, where you think you could fit in? You know, I feel like for a really long time, I had my sights set on moving. I was thinking maybe Toronto or Vancouver, because I'm a performer and I do comedy, and that's usually the natural move. But especially with COVID and so many of my family members are elderly, my sister's children are young and I don't want to miss out on all of those milestones and your priorities really start to change and I just think it would be so difficult to leave my family for a job. I just don't think I I would be able to at this point unless there was some miracle job that would you know end up giving us like unlimited funds but i don't see that happening in the near future so i'm going to be staying here for my family our second guest by the way just texted me saying pertaining to the topic i can't afford to get fired i can't even afford to be employed and could not join us this afternoon uh with us on 680 cjob (laughs) is sarah jane martin and claire patterson claire is with youthful cities so claire What's the solve on this? Yeah, it's it's really that um, we have to address affordability for youth nationally. Um, some of the ways that we can do that would be boosting minimum wage in every province and territory by five dollars. Um, another important way of doing it is to address the costs uh, that matter most to youth, such as uh, reducing cost of education by fifteen percent, reducing cost of public transit by twenty five percent reducing uh, cost of rental housing by 20% and um, achieving full-time jobs for people between 15 and 24 years old so that um, they're able to, to make a wage where they can actually afford to live in their cities, which means so much to them and their identities. Yeah, you hear Sarah Jane saying um, she she doesn't ultimately want to go, so it doesn't all come down to money. And what you're saying, Claire, sounds good to reduce all of these things, but how does that happen practically? Because at the end of the day, there's only one taxpayer. Yeah, that's a great question. So how do governments do it? 
that's the big question, yeah. And I'm not sure that uh, a lot of us have answers to it. It's a great question. Uh, I, I'm wondering, as we wrap this conversation up, Sarah Jane Martin, uh, where you go next as far as how this is really not... You can't plan for the future in so many ways, can you? Yeah, you know, it's it's uh, it's a tricky situation, and I've really been thinking about this a lot. Like, I'm so lucky to have a really great partner who's super supportive and we do planning like we plan on moving in together within the next maybe year or two and i can't help but wonder like for all of the low-income folks who are stuck in bad relationships who are gonna feel trapped like they they can't hack it on their own and i i wonder a lot about all of the people who are going to be stuck in really dangerous situations where they're forced to live with other people and it's not a good situation for them, but they have to as a means of survival. And I think especially for vulnerable women, it's a really scary thing. So I, I just really hope that there are resources available for them and for people who, who need to live independently. We thank you both very much for joining us. Uh, Claire, if we want to read more about what Youthful Cities is all about, where can we go? Yeah, definitely. You can go to youthfulcities.com and click on our Urban Index uh, button and then look at the Real Affordability Index. Claire Patterson, Youthful Cities. Sarah Jane Martin joining us here on 680 CJOB. The News on CJOB with Richard Cloutier and Julie Buckingham.